you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Sheer Nicole, it's the end of the month. Did you like January? (laughs) (laughs) What what a good month we had. Oh, yum, yum, yum. I liked it so much. Should we talk about Bahamas trip? Oh, yeah. Let me open my notes app (laughs) because anytime I have told the story to someone i've like missed things mm-hmm. so i'm very happy to have my trusty notes mm-hmm. up that we made i almost forgot that we went to the bahamas i i, I think maybe your brain's going into like protection mode to like <laughs> protect yourself from all that we went through i mean um, honestly maybe it was not good it was quite wild it did feel like we were being tested every it did. step of the way it it really did and when i got home i was not well rested <laughs> i didn't feel no, good I, <laughs> I got home and i was like i'm even more tired <laughs> um yeah okay okay so we decided to go to the bahamas i think in november i think so something like that. last fall yeah yeah, and I had Lindsay, my wonderful assistant, um, send Airbnb rentals to mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And we picked one. Mm-hmm. The pictures were so good. Mm-hmm. It was right on the oh. water. Yes, you could walk to the beach and be mm-hmm. in the water. Mm-hmm. There was a pool. Oh, a little pool, a private pool for us. A private pool, just for us friends. Mm-hmm. So we get on the flight. It's filled mm-hmm. with screaming babies. <laughs> <laughs> One yeah. baby was screaming so hard and the mom dragging her was like, I took her goldfish away. And we were like, give it back. <laughs> give, give her, give her the goldfish back, please. <laughs> why? If you why, know the why answer. Why did you take this? <laughs> fix it. Yeah, fix it. She, I know you don't want your children to run your life, but like give them back for all of us. <laughs> and then a child was kicking Mateo as we were getting off. Oh, wait, before we got off, Delta. I love Delta. I'm a diamond diva. I want to be Ed Sky Baby badly. I follow him on Instagram. <laughs> um, but he served us food in a gift box. Oh, yeah. We had little boxes instead of like a full meal. <coughs> and then they were also like, well, Mateo's 
It seemed like we we weren't supposed to see it because it was like a plastic bag of grapes, (laughs) loose grapes. It was loose grapes, not even on the vine. And he, he, so the choice was smoked salmon, banana bread. That's not a meal. And a ham and cheese croissant. And that's how our flight attendant said it. And we were like, ooh, a croissant. (laughs) Okay, exotic. It was a ham and cheese croissant, but it was in a bag that wasn't closed. Nothing was sealed in Mateo's box. Something of of mine was a plastic bag. So I don't know if there's... Wait, really? No. I had like banana bread. It was like in a box. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. I thought everybody came in weird bags. I had no bags. That's so funny. Oh my God. Then we land mm-hmm. and we get to the airport and I get a message from the woman who's checking us in. And she says, are you at the airport? And I said, yes, we're at the airport. She said, so am I. I mm-hmm. said, great. We're just going to pick up our luggage. And then we get outside. I text her like four times, nothing. I call her like five times, nothing. And then I was like, Mateo, you have a number too, right? And he said, yes. So he calls and they're like, oh, you have to take a shuttle. And I said, a shuttle? Nobody told me about a shuttle. I just told you when we were landing and that you said that someone would be here. And then the shuttle man was like, take a selfie. So I know who I'm picking up. (laughs) Send me a picture of yourself where we're like, or you could just tell us what your car looks like. (laughs) Yeah. Give and us we'll a license like, plate number. Do you? A make and model. You, so we took a beautiful selfie of ourselves <laughs> to send to this stranger. <laughs> Who then arrived in a dirty, dinged up gray van. And yeah. I also had all trunk. my luggage, like everything I've, I've ever owned because I was going straight from the Bahamas <laughs> to Atlanta for work. Uh-huh. So I had like two huge suitcases and then a backpack and everyone else had suitcases too. And the the van just had every seat <laughs> up and there was no trunk space. And I was like, do you want to put the back seat down so we can put the luggage in? And he goes, no, it's fine. And then chucks my <laughs> biggest bag over a seat your 100 pound <laughs> suitcase or 80 pound yeah. however big it was just between the, the headrest <laughs> while he just threw it and then i was like oh better keep my backpack i don't yeah I, don't want. I had set my backpack down for it to be put in there but i was like i don't know i'm chucking my laptop so i just kept my backpack with me <laughs> we he drives okay but like not great and he's like, you can open the windows if you want. And I was like, couldn't possibly ever guess how to open one of these windows. <laughs> yeah, I think you asked and then, too, and he just turned a little music up. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mateo was like, these seats are all set the worst way. Like I was sitting in his lap <laughs> and I couldn't figure out how to move it. Um, then we get to the Airbnb. It is covered in rust. Yeah. The outside is just so rusty. Yes. And this we man threw our suitcases. We were catfish. Mm-hmm. We were. We were shown a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. And then the worst place we've we've ever we've ever been. Yeah. Um, but the hallway leading to the living room, I was like, you know what? That's like nice. This, so this was a nice might hallway. be nice inside. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's what they did. They were like, listen. The outside may be bad, but this hallway, mm-hmm. this hallway is going to lead to good things. Mm-hmm. It, and then it didn't. It didn't. 
It really didn't. There were stains um, everywhere. There were like towels or like some sort of cloth covering some <laughs> cushions on the couch. It wasn't yeah, uniform at I, all. <laughs> when I finally looked under the towels, it was more stains. Mm-hmm. The worst stains were covered with a towel. Mm-hmm. And then the lovely lady checking us in, I won't say her name, that's not kind, but she comes in, immediately kicks off her sandals and starts like towing the floor. <laughs> she sat down and her toes are going up and down on the floor. And she tells us, she's like, okay, so you guys are here for Junkanoo, um, which is, we later found out, a festival, a cultural fucking festival that happens every year. And it hadn't happened for two years since COVID had hit. And it was a big deal that it was happening again. And she was like, yeah, families dance and you got to look it up. It's an all day event, but you got to look it up. Uh, Junkie News fun, but you got to look it up. And we're like, okay. And then she didn't. Why can't you explain it? (laughs) Yeah, you live here. You've lived here, I think, your whole life. She's like, it's fine. You should just look it up. Then she told us her favorite places to eat, which buses we should take. And I was like, check us in and get the fuck out. And she was like, these are my new best friends. Yeah, she like buckled in. Also, I was like, why isn't this information just in a pamphlet on the table? She was like verbally telling us everything as if we're going to remember. I was like, I'm not going to know the bus system that you're talking about right now. Write it down. Look it up. Write it down. And then she like told us the Wi-Fi by mouth. Like, yeah, nothing was written down in this house. And then she was like, Uh, we don't have any shampoo here or conditioner or extra toilet paper or paper towels or like there was nothing there. It was an empty house. Just stains. Just (laughs) nothing but stains. And they didn't have laundry detergent. (laughs) No. Yeah, no, no uh, fucking laundry sauce to clean anything. No laundry sauce. Um, and then, <laughs> then she goes, huh, I, I got to give you a key, but I, I don't know where the keys are. <laughs> and then she starts touching our stuff. And I was like, we all got here before you. So that key's not under our things. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, yes, but I need to find the key. And I was like, okay. And then this is after she made me like give her my passport, my driver's license, my whole identity for her to steal. Mm. And then she's like, it's Airbnb's policy. And I was like, well, is it Airbnb's policy to lose a key? And she didn't like that. She didn't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, you went to sassy mode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which, which I was she deserved. So- mad at this woman yeah and when she finally left she was like maintenance happens on tuesdays and blah, blah, blah. we were like wait that all seems important <laughs> yeah that was important information you were wasting our time with other stuff and now you're like rushing out like okay maintenance da, 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 they're closed at this time bye <laughs> and then we we're like how do we get cabs and she was like go through me and we were like we never want to talk to you again is there any <laughs> other way <laughs> she did say that oh just let me know and i'll get you a cab Why? no we don't want to let you, you know anything me- you told me you were at the airport. You were not at the airport. So you're no going to the cab the is there, but the cab is not going to be there. I don't trust you. Um, so also, also, she didn't know that we had like a chef for the week. We had a chef for the week because we were like, let's be opulent. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know about this. And Mateo was like, but I spoke to you. And she was like, no, I don't have any of this on my side. He's like, I paid for it. And she's like, never heard of a chef in my life. What is a chef? It was truly wild. It was wild. Um, but then she like figured it out and we did have a chef, 
who came. Oh, wait, no. Before that, you guys go to get things that we need. Me, Mateo and Christy were like, we're going to go to the convenience store. We're going to walk, get some stuff. And then you were like, I'm going to take a shower. You're going to take a just a water shower. because shower. (laughs) Because, again, there was no amenities. (laughs) nothing i just needed some alone time because i was like i cannot believe this is the house we're in oh also everyone had gone upstairs while she was there while i was dealing with her and then when i finally went upstairs i was like the floor's not done i was like the staircase isn't finished and everyone seems okay with this Mm -hmm. so i was like i guess i just gotta like be okay in this house i'll take a soapless shower (laughs) Uh (laughs) now i think we were all like reeling from this we were like but like Who's going to say it first? Who's going to say this house sucks and we don't want to be here first? And so we walked to the store and Mateo was also like, is Nicole going to be mad if we say we don't like it? And I was like, I think she's on the same page. (laughs) She looks displeased. I can't imagine she's attached to this house. But we and also everything is super expensive in the Bahamas because they import everything from America. So like a bottle of shampoo was like $15. And yeah, we just like bought what we could and got some snacks and they bagged it up for us. And then we walked back to the house. Um, We were looking at the horizon. (laughs) Actually, no, you were looking at the horizon because you got out of the shower (laughs) and you looked like like you were going to (laughs) jump off of the ledge. (laughs) And then I kept looking at the ocean being like, this is nice. The ocean is, is nice. Yes. This is great. And then you, Mateo, and Christy come out. And Mateo's like, first he was like, the beach is a prison beach. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you can see it from here. And the beach, this thing they called the beach was just a gap between townhouses that mm-hmm. if you went swimming, you would be pulled out and you would die. <laughs> you would just, like, it was, it was so wild. The waves were so choppy. There were huge uh-huh. rocks underneath us. Like, there's no way you could actually swim in that water. I don't know why they were no. like, the beach is close. No, you're. we were going to die. Yeah, we'll pass right away. And then I don't know who said it first, but they were like, this place is bad, right? And I was like, yes, yes, it's awful. It's awful. We can't stay here. <laughs> And then our chef comes mm-hmm. and she makes us a delicious meal that mm-hmm. costs $855 <laughs> because she had bought groceries for the week and we and we only stayed for a day. Also, we were supposed to get two meals that day and we only got one. Yeah. Um, but it was very delicious. It was a delicious meal. That was the highlight of the day because we were very sad and angry. But then yes. we're like, at least we have this wonderful meal. But also when she was there, she discovered that the fridge was broke. <laughs> so she was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it was like leaking. And it was leaking and making this horrible noise. It was like, <laughs> yeah. And then she was uh, like, you know, these apartment or these houses are all like this. Like the owners don't live here. They don't care about these buildings and they're kind of all falling apart. So I'm not surprised. And we were like, oh, mm-hmm. we, were we like, are. Oh, yeah. She was like, yeah, I listen to people complain all the time. And I was like, oh, my God, this won't do. Mm-hmm. So I hop on Airbnb and I was like, listen, 
this isn't good. And to their credit, they were like, take some pictures. So I took pictures and beautiful Timothy goes, even I wouldn't stay there. And I was like, thanks, <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> so Timothy refunded me all of my money. Thank goodness. And then sent, a, yeah, truly. He sent a couple other options, but they're all like two bedrooms, teeny tiny. And we were like, Timothy, no, too small. Mm-hmm. So then Christy and Mateo are like, hey, we're going to go home. And we were like, what? (laughs) They they gave up. They said we shan't be staying in Bahamas. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, but I want a vacation. I want to. I flew here. I haven't seen a beach. I Mm want to see more of Bahamas. So we decided to stay. You found I then we both contacted our publicist being like, do you think we could get like a discount at a hotel or something? Which and I then they were like, <laughs> but then Jimmy Buffett has a Margaritaville <laughs> resort in Bahamas and they had two rooms open. Yeah. Literally only two, the only place in Bahamas that had rooms open and there was only two. Yeah. And. I said to Christy Matei, I was like, there's two rooms open. Do you want to get one of those rooms? And they're like, we're literally leaving tomorrow. We have booked our flights. So we're like, okay. <laughs> Which, like, I think all options are correct. You and I were like, sure. we came for a vacation. We're going to get a vacation. And mm-hmm. Mateo, Christy, I think we're like, look, we had a hard year, or not hard year, but like we had a year where we worked very hard and mm-hmm. we want to celebrate that. And we don't want to spend... <laughs> The rest of the trip in, in Bahamas, figuring out the trip in Bahamas. And mm-hmm. so they, they're they like, that's what they chose. They left. And you that's and I were a like, wrap. we're going to figure this out. <laughs> we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. So we get that room at Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, let's go get a drink at SLS, which is um, a, a hotel, a big hotel. It's wild. The hotels in Bahamas are like Vegas casinos. Yeah, they're, they're enormous. Mm-hmm. And literally have casinos in them. They're crazy. Um, so I call a taxi company and I was like, hi, can you pick us up from da 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 And this man goes, how many of you are there? And I said, four. And he went, no, you're those same people from yesterday. And I laughed. I was like, no, 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 I'm not. And he's like, you're the same motherfuckers from yesterday. You motherfuckers were so fucking rude to me. Don't you fucking dare call. And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I was like, what? And so she was doing something. She walked past and she was like, wait, what? I was like brushing my teeth and I was like, what? Mateo was like, let me talk to him. I was like, what are you going to do? Fight him through the phone? And then he hung up on me. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I called another cab company. They didn't pick up. The next one I called, she was like, where are you? I told her. And she's like, ah, I ain't got no drivers, but I'm going to get me a bite to eat. And then I come get you. It'll be 30 minutes. And I was like, 30 minutes? No, we'll try something else. I called four more companies. Nobody would come get us. Yeah. So we were like, okay, I guess we stay in this awful Airbnb all night. This is like, it felt like Bahamas didn't want us there. It felt, this was like <laughs> one of many times throughout the trip where it felt yes. like the, the Bahamas was like, we just don't want you we here. Don't get want the head. You here. <laughs> yeah, just fucking leave, just you idiot. We will not help you. Uh, but then Christy's uh, fiance's best friend's cousin. <laughs> 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 lives in Bahamas. 
somehow had a hookup at Comfort Suites on Paradise Island, which is like 20 minutes away from where their Airbnb was. So he comes for us in this Volvo. A Volvo is not big. At so all. she has two 80 pound suitcases. <laughs> I have like a 62 pound suitcase because I packed my whole life to come here for no reason. Um, Mateo has a giant suit. Everyone has big suitcases. So he puts what he can in the trunk and then we all have to hold our <laughs> I could just, I was in the front seat and I could <laughs> turn around and only see people's eyeballs. Like suitcases were literally up to their eyeballs. <laughs> And then he takes us to Comfort Suites mm-hmm. and Comfort Suites was clean, at least like I, mm-hmm. it smelled like bleach had been spilled, mm-hmm. like things had been wiped down. Dusting had happened. And I was like, the lighting, not optimal. It was, mm-hmm. you know, a Comfort Suites. Furniture and outdated, but we can't very complain. outdated. We didn't want to sleep at, in that other place at all. I was like, I don't want to rest my head. Yeah. P.S. The other place, there was like, no, there was stains on the headboard. Yeah. There was like, it was funky. Yeah. There was just, Jordan, I'll show you pictures later. It was fucking disgusting. Yeah. Um, But Comfort, Comfort Suites was, was our, our savior. <laughs> Um, and they had a comfy bed, so I guess yeah. it was a comfort, a comfort, a comfort suite. It was a comfortable suite. <laughs> We went by the pool. We had a drink. It was a nice time. Mm-hmm. And I really thought Mateo and Christy may maybe would stay. I was like, come on. This was like an adventure. Don't you want to stay? And they were like, our flights are booked. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they couldn't so, have been happier to leave. <laughs> Skipping yes. out the door. Yes. And yeah, then... truly the next morning they skipped. <laughs> they skipped into our room. Um and they were like, okay, bye. And we're like, oh, but we're going to go down and eat breakfast. And they were like, door slam. And we're like, okay, see you later. Hey there, we're Vibe Check, and we are working on a special series called Hey Sis, brought to you by Ulta Beauty, where we'll be in conversation with inspiring Black women creators. In this series, we'll be talking about all things Black, Black joy, Black beauty, and Black stories. And Ulta Beauty is celebrating Black-owned and founded brands, brands like Curl Mix, Undefined Beauty, Bevel, which we all use here to shave, and the legendary Pat McGrath Labs, who's having such a moment right now. So head to your local Ulta Beauty store or Ulta.com to shop your fave Black-owned and founded brands and check out Hasis, a Vibe Check series. You can listen to that wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! We all know that Crocs are known for comfort and fashion. I love a Croc, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. Their truly iconic classic clog and slides are available in tons of colors, and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets charms. You know those fun pieces of flair you pop into the holes? There's plenty of room on whichever pair you choose to create a completely unique combination, one that only you have. Krog's classic clogs and slides are your canvas for expression. You know me. I love a crock. I slide my little tootsies in there and I walk, walk, walk. My favorite ones are leopard print. And I got some sonic gibbets right in mine, which is really nice. The crock clog is my ultimate. So be sure to head to crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms. 
Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online and then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. We don't have time to go to the stores anymore. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. This is such a smart way to shop. Usually, I'm just kind of like in the grocery store, not really knowing, knowing what I want, and usually I'm hungry, so then I'm buying things I don't need. But Thrive Market is so good about narrowing down the essentials and giving it to you, to your door. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash best friends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash best friends. Thrivemarket.com slash best friends. And then, so the comfort suites was connected to Atlantis somehow. And Atlantis is this huge amusement park, casino, aquarium, tour, (laughs) hotel, Anything you want, you can do it. Anything you want can happen at Atlantis. You could. We were sitting in a restaurant. (laughs) Yes, you can snorkel in their aquarium. The aquarium. The ocean is right there. (laughs) It's so crazy. We were eating lunch later, and I watched people on water bicycles, Mm -hmm. uh, kayaking, people (laughs) kayaking, paddle boarding. It was so much skipping rocks. I was like, "There's too much aquatics happening." Um. So, but then we had to run to Atlantis Mm -hmm. because the lady said we had to get our day passes before someone checked into Comfort Suites and took our day passes. Uh And I was like, that doesn't make sense. No. Because the date of check-ins are different. But we were like, nothing here makes sense. So Mm -hmm. we ran to Atlantis, couldn't drop off our bags at Margaritaville. (laughs) <laughs> so she took all our stuff to Atlantis had to leave, and we also got dropped over the wrong building and then had to yes. leave it with the bellhop and then they're like okay go to this area to find a day pass and that area was 15 miles away we had to walk through all of Atlantis <laughs> to find the activities desk and it wasn't it wasn't labeled no. we had to go downstairs into the beginning of the aquarium. And then while I was waiting, you tried to enter the aquarium and they would not let you. No, because I didn't have my day pass. And (laughs) the lady who gives out the passes wasn't there. No one knew where she was. She was missing. Nope. She was missing. And then one of the other ladies goes and gets her. And then she finally comes back. No, sorry. No, nothing. She didn't even really look at our fucking comfort suite thing. She just gave us the day passes. Because she was in such a rush because there was now a line behind us of other people mm-hmm. who were waiting for their day passes. So she it was quickly like, just like, here you go. Bye. <laughs> so it didn't really matter that we had to rush over there. We were just like, whatever. No. We got our day passes. And we saw the aquarium. We walked around. And then we saw everything. The wild we saw everything. The wildest thing. We did ten thousand steps. <laughs> and we all really we did, did was go to the aquarium and go to the beach. But <laughs> that's how big it was. Yeah. But also, um, 
Atlantis isn't real. It's based on something fake. So it's filled with like fake hieroglyphics. Yeah. It was a trip to look at everything. <laughs> I was like, this is literally nuts. There's fake lore everywhere. Yeah. Um, they had some of the best fish though. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful fish. Very cool fish. <laughs> Some guy passed us because we were ogling the fish. Like we're like, damn, look at that fish. That fish is beautiful. And we're like, we're being so silly. And then some guy like rushed past us. Was like, excuse me. And then he like stopped his tracks and he goes, dude, look at that seahorse. (laughs) And then his friends were like, yeah, man, look at the seahorse. seahorse." (laughs) Oh man, we laughed forever. And then we, you had your first hot dog of the trip. Mm-hmm. after we went to the beach and mm-hmm. we stood behind a man screaming at the workers oh yeah he was, was like weird. i'm watching you man don't drink my frozen funky monkey drink and i was like there's something inherently racist about a white man screaming at black people to not steal his funky monkey drink yeah i was just like hey, it's just not a good look and then he was like making out with his wife mm-hmm. and everyone at atlantis was either on the brink of a divorce honeymooning but like they shouldn't have been because they should not have gotten married or they just like really didn't like each other it was Mm -hmm. wild nobody in Atlantis was pleasant or happy there was one couple that was in front of us when we were walking who the woman said something about going to some (laughs) some pool or something and the husband was like oh what which pool? So like he was like start screaming at her in front of their. Yeah, he's kids. like, which fucking pool do you want? There's a pool right fucking there. And then she gave him the finger, and I was like, should we be here for this? <laughs> this is bad. It was bad. People were not happy at Atlantis. No, I think because it was too overwhelming. It was too big. It was really overwhelming, and we went to the beach and asked someone to help us get some beach chairs. And he was like, uh, he's like, oh, you want some chairs? And we're like, yes, please. And he goes, please. Whoa, that never happens. And we were like, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Just, yes, you're getting us a thing. We're trying to be courteous. And, you, mm-hmm. and I guess to imply the guests here usually do not say please or thank you or mm-hmm. anything of the like. And then we tipped him and he was like, oh, wow. Thanks. I was just doing my job. And we were like, yeah, but like, thank you. And he's like, oh, wow. Um, and then that's what we noticed. We were like, if we just said please and thank you, everyone was so nice. Yeah. Yeah. People will help if you're just nice to them. But I think uh, a lot of tourists don't recognize the people who work there as people. No. And, <laughs> and also it is, you know, mostly black. So mm-hmm. I think it's uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. So then we eat the nastiest meal of our lives at Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, oh, because they're trying to make it watered down and as basic as possible for all the idiot tourists who come there. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was like no spice, no nothing, Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. salt, no pepper, nothing. Mm-mm. And then my chicken had this like goop on it that I couldn't figure out if it was mustard or not. It was really nasty. It was nasty. And the Bahamas wants to get you drunk. They're always trying to like, oh, serve yeah. you a drink and give you heavy pours because they drink themselves a lot there. But then I think they're also just trying to get these tourists fucked up. And I was like, <laughs> I don't need that much yeah. alcohol, please. They're like, if you drink enough, you'll go to sleep and you'll leave us alone. <laughs> you'll stop asking me for things if you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we move all of our stuff to Margaritaville <laughs> and then 
our room isn't ready. No, it's not. Oh, and there's a steel drum playing in the <laughs> lobby when we're trying to check in. And it was so loud. So loud. We can't even get person. louder. And then this the man playing the drum let some other man who doesn't play the drum play the drum. And it was like, ding, ding, bing, ding, ding, ding. And we're like, is our room ready? <laughs> we're like screaming at this woman. She's screaming back at us. Mm-hmm. And then... There was never a steel drum in the lobby again Ever after again. that day. It was not like a regular thing that happened. For some reason, the one moment we're trying to check in and listen to pertinent information about our room, there was a steel drum performance. And then it literally never happened again. And we were there for like a week. <laughs> there was a big flip-flop in the lobby, which really got me. I loved it so much. Um, and then... We get to our room. It's great. It's clean. There's no sand because Comfort Suites had some. I thought it was sand on the floor. I decided to never look at my feet. Mm-hmm. You looked at your feet and it was not the color of sand. Yeah, I was like, it's not sand. It's chunks of white. And I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think it was paint from the floor. Probably. I think they just like epoxied the floor <laughs> or painted it with something that they didn't. Uh, clean it first just so mm-hmm. it would adhere and yeah. it was paint chips but I was like I'm just gonna believe it's sand and I don't <laughs> want to know anything else um, so our standards were already so low so low <laughs> the lowest it could be so when we got to Margaritaville we were like heaven this is heaven which and it was great it legit it is was a great, great hotel but we also were just like anything <laughs> please anything also I had started my period yeah it was bad <laughs> and then our good friend Gerard helped us bring yeah, yeah. our luggage upstairs. He yeah. later ends up in the hospital. He's our only friend. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there's a front of house uh, employee named Gerard who who was really cool, and he gave us suggestions on like where to eat and stuff like that. And we're like, mm-hmm. I was like, hey man, you seem very helpful. Literally, no mm-hmm. one else has helped us this whole trip. Can I get your phone number? <laughs> so if we ever need anything, you can help us out. And he's like, oh yes, absolutely. And then he was like, I got a driver who could help you out. And we were like, we absolutely need a driver because mm-hmm. we have tried to call taxis before and they either call us motherfuckers <laughs> or they had to go get something to eat. So we would like to not experience that again. Yes. Can we please get a consistent driver? And, <laughs> and he so- was like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard here, of course. Um, he was so nice. And we were like, are you going to junk a new? And he's like, ah, I'm not going this year. I got stabbed last time I went. And I was like, good to know. Good to know. And we were like, well, maybe we'll go. But like, if we see some stabbings, we'll get out. <laughs> and then, so then we meet our driver, Mr. Marley. Mr. Marley. Mr. Marley is great. Yeah. Mr. Marley starts pretty wild mm-hmm. almost at once. Yeah. Um, at one point, I was like, Mr. Marley, my dad is from Barbados and he loved eating sugarcane. Is sugarcane big here? Do people just like munch on it? And he was like, sugarcane keeps you hard. And I was like, what? I was talking about my dad. Why did you say that, Mr. Marley? And then proceeded to go on about other stuff that makes you he's, hard. Yeah, he's like, if you're with someone and they can't get it up, you know, give him some sugar cane. And we're like, that we weren't talking about that. <laughs> I was talking about my dear dad. Please stop it, Mr. Marley. Um, but we went to this place called Latitude, which was great. 
Um, except we were like, we don't have a reservation. They're like, we don't know what to do for you. And so she was like, well, how about we sit maybe in the bar? And this lady was like, I don't recommend that. And we're like, but like, what if we wait and a table opens up and like, it's your, it's your time. And we're like, okay. Yeah. It was strange. Cause it was as, as if no one has ever come without a reservation <laughs> uh-huh. or I guess yeah. like stayed <laughs> and then tried to get a table. Maybe. But I was like, there's a way this could happen. We'll just get a drink. <laughs> and then if a table opens up, you let us know. And they're like, oh, okay. That okay, might be. Okay, all right. Might, you might get in the way of the other people at the bar. And we're like, we're not going to hover <laughs> on top of them. We're just going to get a drink and stand somewhere else. But then a table did open up. Yes. And before that, I've, okay, the Bahamas, I've never felt prettier or like mm. hotter because these men were like breaking their necks to look at me. Mm-hmm. The bartender, I mean, he was like 12, but he was like staring at me weird. And I thought it was just because I was like too friendly or something. But then he like gives me my drink and then appears behind me to give me the check because I think he wanted to confirm that my ass was fat. And then he just whispered, you're gorgeous. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I turned around and he was like, you're gorgeous and i was like okay thank you then he handed me the check and then just like smiled at me and i was like oh wow okay (laughs) and then oh and then before we got to sit we watched a lady almost die she was old Hmm. and she was like she looked like she had consumption or something she was like holding a napkin in front of her mouth and she's like (laughs) and there was two younger women on either side of her and we were like is she okay Hmm. 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 don't know i don't know if she ever came back yeah i guess then (laughs) no she went and died of consumption and then (laughs) as we were sitting there was a spill and nobody cleaned it up they just put a sign over it yeah, this was a slippery wood wet sign on top of it. And I was like, it'd be faster <laughs> and safer if someone just quickly cleaned it up. But, but no. They said, no, this is Bahamas. We won't do anything that makes sense. Um, so then we went to SLS and <laughs> there was there was like a bar in the lobby that was a club. Yeah. I was told there was like an upstairs rooftop bar, which I think there is, but they were like oh, if you're a guest here, you can go up there, but no one else, which which is, I guess that's a new rule. And then they're like, but there's this bar here and a jazz bar cl- across the way. And the bar they pointed at was the mm-hmm. lobby. And mm-hmm. it like the lights were slightly dim, but not dim enough mm-hmm. to be a club. <laughs> and then no, there was- <laughs> but people were dancing. They were dancing as if it was a club. And I was like, why are you pretending? Why are you trying to make this work? You know you're in a lobby. What's happening? There's children here. <laughs> There are children people there are also to dancing. Check in. Yeah. There was people coming in with luggage trying to check in. <laughs> like, what it are you doing? Really... And then we tried to find it the jazz bar. Wild. And same situation where it just felt like an airport bar where it was like, yes. again, lights were too bright. And so, for some reason, people were convinced that this was a good option. And I was like, <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. And then there was a casino there. It felt like Vegas. It was it really fucking wild. Yeah. Um. So then... It's the next step. Oh, no. Then we go in the hot tub and the hot tub oh, yeah. is cold. We go back to the Margaritaville and we're and, and Gerard, our friend who worked there, was like, oh, yeah, the hot tub is open all night. And we're like, ooh, OK, which is kind of not true because the oh. sign definitely said it was closed at 10. Yes. But but he it said, was still open. It was still open. You could get in it. He said it's open all night. 
in a it's like a movie over there sometimes. Oh yeah. What? Are people fucking this hot dog? What kind of movie? A porn? <laughs> Which also wasn't true because no one was there. It was so empty. No, not a single person. But probably because they also believed that the pool closed at a certain hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were told otherwise. Uh-huh. Um, we get in the hot tub. It is like lukewarm. It's lukewarm. Like, oh, it's like that. Suck. Yeah. And then, for like, I guess we just stepped, put our foot into the pool, and it was you boiling. looked at the pool and you were like, "Huh? Uh, well, let's see what the pool's doing." And you put your hand in, and you're like, "This is hot, Nicole." And then we stepped in it. And we're like, "Oh, this is like." It was like soupy hot. It was like the pool was on a stove. It was so fucking hot. It seemed like someone had made a mistake and put the mm-hmm. wrong temperatures for the pool and the hot tub, which was great. Cause we were like, well then we're just gonna enjoy this hot pool like as a hot tub. Mm-hmm. And it was great. We're just like floating around, looking at the view. It was so nice. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we were like, I think we're gonna die. <laughs> I'm so hot. <laughs> My heart is racing. Yeah, I was like, we gotta get out of here. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky catchers hiding deep in the fine print or bills that seem to go up for no dang reason? Oh, boy. There's a lot of yada yadas I've encountered in my life, like budget airlines that promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more and you could have gone somewhere else. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this at Metro by T-Mobile. There's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is not a yada yada. Metro by T-Mobile. Not a yada yada. You know... Black representation in the media means a lot to me, Sashir. Really? Yeah. Because I like to see myself on TV. Yeah. Or on the radio. Yeah. And guess what? The next generation of influential black voices can be found where? On NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR. Available wherever you get your podcasts. So then the next day, we're like, is Junkanoo happening today? But it was not. No. It was happening that night at, I don't know. We were told so many different things. Some people said midnight. So different, some yeah. people said 3 a.m. No 3 one was ever very clear about no. when Junkanoo was happening. It just was happening at yes. some point. So Mr. Marley gives us a tour and we go to the fish fry first. Yes. And to the lady who checked us in at the Airbnb's credit, Delicious. It was yeah. so fucking good. It was really tasty. Um, 
Yeah, we tried conch, or I tried conch. It was very good, which is uh, mm-hmm. like their dish that they like. They usually have a conch salad, which is like ceviche, which is also really, really good. Yeah, I had this blackened salmon, which I had salmon the whole trip, but that was like the best one I ever had at this at the fish mm-hmm. fry, which is great. And it looked good. I wish I had asked uh, for a little bite, but I didn't think of it. Um, so then he took us to the slave cannons that they used to defend mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. when slave ships would come. We saw mm-hmm. DJ Khaled's house. <laughs> we got rum cake where you buy rum cake and then they make you go take a shot <laughs> of rum. And the rum cake is so fucking good. It's very tasty. Yeah. Oh, so good. And then he made us get sky juice, which is essentially, it's kind of like a white Russian with rum. Mm-hmm. Or actually, no, it's condensed milk rum and something else very sweet and like really really tasty mm-hmm. um then we went to the queen staircase mm-hmm. and then that was pretty it was so pretty <laughs> then mr marley takes us to the ghetto the ghetto <laughs> and that is mr marley's words not mine he said we saw how the rich people live now we're gonna see how the poor people live we're going to the ghetto <laughs> so we go to <laughs> ghetto and pull up to a man pumping water. We are, I don't know, talking distance from this yeah. man. Not even a foot. And he rolls my window down and goes, do you want to take a picture of this poor person pumping water? And I was like, I rolled up the window. I was like, no, Mr. Marley, I think I'm okay. <laughs> like, because I've been on tours in places where they're like, to show the social economic disparity in this Mm -hmm. place here's how the rich people live here's how the poor people live but from afar we straight up (laughs) drove drove up this neighborhood and we're right next to the people who live there and he rolls his window down and pointed there's a poor person getting water from the one water pump in this town and getting it for his family want to take a picture no, Mr. Marley. This no. is a human. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. We certainly we, don't. We, we loop around to this woman. She's in a towel in her backyard. Mm-hmm. Mr. Marley stops in front of her and goes, all right, that's a sour tree. You call it a lemon tree and a banana tree. Uh, and there's a woman in a towel. And she hears us. And she, like, grabs her towel and, like, looks around and goes back inside because... We're invading her home. <laughs> it was so weird. We're like, Mr. Marley, we don't we don't need this. We don't, we don't need, need this. this. We it was like I I guess because I don't know if any other tours do that. I do, probably not. I Maybe don't it's like here's think like so. a peek behind the curtain. You're gonna get something that no one else sees. But uh, we were like, we don't need to be this close to it. People are living here. <laughs> That woman truly was like, this is how we, I know it never happens. She looks surprised yeah. that a, a taxi stopped at her backyard <laughs> while she's in her towel. And then a man points at her and talks about her. And she truly was like, uh, what? Um, so then we leave the ghetto uh-huh. and Mr. Marley is like, you want to get on some jet skis? I have my cousin. So we're like, all right. So we get to this, like, I can't even describe where we drive I, to. I, I don't either. It's a, a place. I don't remember seeing a building. It was like a place where there were. Yeah, it was boat parts. Cars were scattered about rocks. Yes, <laughs> boat parts. No full boats. My jet ski was lowered with a Honda Accord. And I was like, <laughs> I don't 
think that's how you're towing jet skis around. Maybe a truck or something? A Honda Accord? And these right. jet skis were well-worn. They were like... Yes, they have seen better days. The, the seats were kind of coming apart. They were just like, <laughs> well-used. Yes. And before we went out, so she, you had the bigger jet ski and you were like, do you want mine? And for whatever reason, because normally I'd be like, yeah, let me take the bigger one. But it looked newer. So I was like, no, no, you can have that one because I worry about my friend. Me, I'm tough. I can take anything. And the world said, huh, bet. <laughs> so <laughs> we're driving on these jet skis that are Oh, beeping. also before we, before, yeah, they're beeping. They have a little red light is flashing and they're beeping. And the children, this is also run by children. Everyone looks, the boss looks 20 and everyone else is younger than that. And no one is really explaining anything. But thankfully me and Nicole have been on jet skis before. So we didn't need like a whole tutorial, but they're like, you get it, right? And we're like, Yes. And then yeah. and, and we were like, do we need to worry about this beeping that's happening? And they're like, no, no, just ignore that. And we're like, okay. And they don't really tell us where to go. No, they were like, the ocean is left. And we were like, okay, we're okay. like, gonna be in the bay to the right. And we were like, oh, we definitely want to go in the ocean. And they're like, all right. And I was like, so are we you coming go? with us? And they're like, oh, do you want us to? And we're like, I mean, if you don't, we don't care. So yeah, we, we were like, care. peace out. We're gonna go have an adventure. So we go out, it's beeping. And then Sashir, before we like get super far out, goes, how do we know if these will like run out of gas? And I was like, they're not gonna run out of gas. <laughs> and then Sashir's like, let's go to that island. So we were truly the Columbus's of Bahamas discovering islands that already exist. We were driving around. We're like 10, 15 miles away from where we started. And Sashir, for whatever reason, we were like, we should go back in. Oh. Maybe it's because my jet ski started. No, because we want to take a picture of ourselves. We were like having so much fun. It looks beautiful. Yes. The sun is shining on us. Yes. Like, We've got to get a photo we're of ourselves. Literally in the <laughs> middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And it's fucking beautiful. So, yeah, we were like, let's go inland, get our phones out. Um, and so we can take pictures. And then my jet ski is like, nyong, nyong, nyong. and I looked at Sashir and I was like, I ran out of gas. <laughs> you go, should I stay with you? And I was like, no. You have to go get help. And I understand <laughs> the like the thought to be like, no, I'll stay here with my friend. But I was like, oh, we we can't both just be here. We I have know. To get help. But the idea of leaving you in the middle of the ocean really scared me. <laughs> I was like, because we couldn't. It didn't feel safe to have you try crawl onto mine. And then also, no, but I was like, I and can't then we're just gonna leave, leave this jet ski in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I'd rather leave the jet ski and than you, but you're <laughs> right. I don't give a, give a shit about that jet ski. It failed us, but I just didn't want to <laughs> leave you out there. I can't, and like, I don't know, you drift out to <laughs> even further out to, to the ocean. But I was like, okay, I can go fast. I'll just go back to shore, get someone, come back. Why? So why can yes. you drive away? Was the saddest <laughs> thing of my whole life. <laughs> I looked around and I was like, I'm just in the middle of the ocean. And while you were gone, I figured like it's like a uh, it's like anything really. If you give it a little gas, 
while you're hitting the on button, it will go forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. So like I got myself a li- maybe like half a mile further inland doing that, like every couple seconds before it was like, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> I also just kept trying to look back as I was going because I just wanted to make sure I remembered where you were exactly. And I was like, look at, trying to find landmarks because again, there's we're in the middle of the ocean. There's nothing near you. So I was like, okay, we do have to pass a McDonald's and a Shell station. <laughs> and I was like, just trying to make sure I knew exactly where you were. And then I get back to shore and I was like, hey, Nicole is still stranded out there. She ran out of gas. And they're like, oh, okay. And they shout to somebody else, like, go get a gas can. And so, oh no, there, and also there's no gas on the property. Cause again, this is not a <laughs> property. We don't know what this is. And so someone gets in their car to drive somewhere. <laughs> yeah, someone has to go drive somewhere to go get gas. And then the other guys are kind of standing around and then they're like, okay, well, if you want to keep going, you can keep going in this Bay Area. And I was like, I'm not going to go have fun while my best friend is in the middle of the ocean. Floating <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. I have no control over the jet ski. I'm just drifting around. And they're like, okay. They're like, but you could just like, go. and I was like, Someone needs to make a move. I don't get on my jet ski, get a different jet. What's happening? We need to go get her. And they're like, okay. And so some child gets on my jet ski with me. And then we drive out really fast to get you. And that's when he decided to look in the front compartments of both of our jet ski. And he Uh goes, oh man, there's no rope. It's on the shore. And I was like, why didn't we look for the rope before we made the journey? And his bright idea was to sit on the back of my jet ski and hold the front of Nicole's jet skis with his bare hands. And then he told... And then Sashir had a... She drove so slow. He told me to go really she slow. Went just a, she, he could be like, more gas, more gas. No, 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 too much. For a very long time. And I was like... And I was like, if we were going where we started... Because it took you like hours. 10 minutes to get back to me. I was like, this is going to take a hundred years yeah. for this to happen. And I was it. I was so flabbergasted. It didn't occur to me to be like, hey, we should just go back and get rope because that would be much faster <laughs> than me going so slow <laughs> across the ocean mm-hmm. for you to manually pull the jet ski. And then eventually someone got an adult, thank God. And then he yeah. came out with a gas can and he was like go to that shore it's closer but so he went to before a- that they tried to fill my jet ski on the moving water before oh. the adult was like no no go 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 to that little alcove over there so then he pulls up he pulls us to this alcove this took a very long time mm-hmm. and then i get off the jet ski they start the one the adult goes away and then two more adults come two more children and come. then <laughs> Oh, yes. Two more children come. Um, and then they're filling my jet ski while that kid who P.S. has been saying the whole time, we only work for tips. Nobody will pay me. And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't pay you either. You're bad at this. And he's doing donuts on your jet ski while the other guy is filling the jet ski. And then you're holding the jet ski so it doesn't fucking float away. Because the jet ski was still in the water, not tethered to anything. And he's trying. he has mm-hmm. a gas can in his hand. And the jet ski's slowly floating out into the ocean. And he's just like following it with the gas can, trying to fill it. And so I grab it to station, like keep it stationary. And he's like, you don't have to do that. And I was like, I do, because Somebody where, has to. what else would happen? You would just 
follow it further <laughs> into the sea. And then the other kids truly having a joyride on my, on my, which is also like the issue was we didn't have enough gas. Why are you expelling gas. more gas on the other jet ski? That is the only other option for us to get back to where we belong. <laughs> and then <sighs> finally it's full. He comes back with my jet ski. And then they're both actually having a joyride yes, on the, having a on joy ride the jet, on the jet skis. skis. And so we're just we watching were just them. standing there being like, "Those, what is happening? <laughs> what is and happening? Then, they come back in and the child goes, get on from the back. And I was like, it's shallow enough that I think I'm fine getting on from the side the way I've been getting on. And he's like, get on from the back. And I was like, hey, I'm going to get on this jet ski the way I feel comfortable, which is from the side. I get on fine. Hmm. Everything's great. Then he tells Sashir to get on the back of my jet ski. And I was like, okay, she's going to get on. We'll share. Those two will share. The other two children have theirs. And then for whatever reason, that child who pulled my jet ski with his hands decides to get on in between Sashir and me. And Sashir sees what's happening and bails. <laughs> I just <laughs> jump off <laughs> because it, the whole thing is tipping to the side. I was like, well, this makes no sense. So I just get off to lighten the load. And he's still trying to climb <laughs> to counterbalance it. And I just like grip the handles and try to lean the other way, but it's not enough. And I was like, oh no. And I just slowly fall over and I'm like thrown from this jet ski. And it was like deep enough that it was okay. But had we been inland a little bit more, I probably would have hit my head mm. um, on just the, the floor of the ocean. And yeah, then you I were bounced fully up. submerged. You fully dunked into the water and it was so crazy to watch because your body was so stiff because you were again you were trying to turn like counterbalance it but your body was just so like rigor mortis stiff and you just with the jet ski fall to the side and plunge into the water and the, and everyone was just watching this and i was like i don't understand no but the other two guys could have caught the front of it the other guy behind us could have like stepped in and tried to pull it down not one person helped and then i pop up and there's a man on the other side of the fence who's not on the beach pointing and laughing at me and i was like i can't this is not right and then that child's like get on the jet ski and i was like give me a second he's like get on the jet ski i was like you have to give me one second he's like get on the jet ski and i was like i'm just really pissed right now so if you could just give me a moment and then the other guy was like hey bro chill out and it was like are you okay and i was like finally that's that's just what i I just wanted someone to ask if i was okay um and you had asked if i was okay but i was like one of these people i don't know needs to ask me if i'm okay yeah um and i was like i'm fine we get back on the jet ski. We get back to the weird place. The guy who owns the company is like, uh-oh, did you get wet? And I was like, who, me? I'm not wet. This isn't water. What do you mean? And he was like, ha, ha, ha. And then later he was like, oh, well, I was really asking if you got wet. And I was like, I'm soaking wet. Why did you ask? Because he had and then that kid- no idea what happened. He had he was not a part of the calamity that happened. Yes. But But you were dripping head to toe. <laughs> He's like, uh oh, did you get a little wet? Yeah, man. Fully submerged. <laughs> so angry. And then that child told him what happened. Um, and then he like kind of yelled at that kid. And I was like, good, good. Mm-hmm. Everything he did was incorrect and bad. And mm-hmm. then Mr. Marley was like, ah, well, that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, 
okay, Mr. Marley, thank you. We paid also to, for like an hour or an hour and a half. Yeah. We did have a solid 45 minutes of glorious fun. Yes. Um, but they are, and they're, they're just the way they justified it was like, uh, we don't usually go that far or something like that. But it's like, yeah, we, you should at least have enough gas for the time for we were going to be on yeah. the jet skis. <laughs> yeah. And also tell us how far we could go. It was wild that nobody said we went so far. We went so far. Thank God we were close enough to shore. If we had gotten stranded by that island. Oh, oh God. my God. Oh, that would have been bad. That would have been very bad. Um, so I think we're going to put a pin in the rest of the story uh-huh. because there's so much. <laughs> we'll do a part two. Every day. Every Something day was happened. an adventure. Oh, man. Yeah. We. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll get to it later. We'll get that to was, it later. That was maybe the first two days. <laughs> yeah, days? I think that was. So that was one, two, two and a half days. <laughs> we were there for six days. So oh, usually we answer questions, but we didn't get to it this episode. <laughs> but if you would like to ask us a question, we have an email address. It is NicoleAndSashir at gmail.com. We also have a phone number. You can send a text or a voicemail or a voice note. And that's 424-645-7003. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. Ooh, guess what? If you like reading, we have transcripts of our new episodes. Check them out on our show page at earwolf.com. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That is the easiest way to support this show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> I really love the way that you said Until next time. Until next time. Oh, that got me good. Same place, same time. (laughs) That's who we are. We release on Wednesdays, right? We sure do. Yes. (laughs) Okay, bye-bye. Bye. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.